Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Built for Tough studio. On the fan and CBS Sports Network, Adam Schefter is tweeting about this Belichick thing, of course, as Bill Belichick is officially out as Patriots head coach. It'll be a noon press conference with Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. They will explain everything, but Adam Schefter's been tweeting about one team in particular and linking Bill Belichick to one team in particular. Several tweets about this. Washington. No. No. Chargers. No. Bears. No. Giants. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not the Falcons. Yes. The Falcons. The Atlanta effing Falcons. It says, Bill Belichick will want to continue coaching and is expected to draw interest from at least some of the other seven NFL teams that currently have head coach vacancies. Quite possibly the Atlanta Falcons per league sources. Falcons owner Arthur Blank has taken some big swings at other high-profile head coaches in the past. Blank once pursued but didn't land Joe Gibbs. He once pursued but didn't land Bill Parcells. Now the Falcons have a head coach opening and Bill Belichick is a free agent. <clears throat> Bill Belichick coaching the Atlanta Falcons? You know who's going to be nuts? Your boy Sal Licata. Yeah, I don't know how invested he is anymore in the Falcons. Uh, he would be reinvested, that's for sure. If it was Bill Belichick, probably. Yes. The guy who came back and... Beat his team when they were down twenty eight to three. Yeah, that was something. Goes back to that. I mean, like I told you, they have a very good young roster. They just need a quarterback, just like everybody. Yeah, I would. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean that would be awesome for them. You know, Cousins and Belichick together. The rest of that roster that you talk about that wouldn't be a bad one at all. But he needs a quarterback he, right away. He can't be. Messing around with Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi South, you know what I'm saying? He's right. got to get somebody in there. Whether it's where are they? Where are they picking? Not not in the top ten, are now, they? I don't think so. So uh, they may be. Any Kirk Cousins would be a good one. Russell Wilson. Uh, the, I hate to say this, but the Falcons are like one of those teams that you just like always forget about. They uh, pick an eighth, actually. They are, are the top okay. ten. They're picking eighth. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, Belichick, the head coach of the Falcons, is not something I can envision at all. That's a hard thing to swallow, right? Uh, it's a hard thing to to kind of project. I can't see him in that gear in a dome on the sideline. I can see him in Chicago on the sideline wearing those colors. I, I cannot. I cannot picture him in Atlanta. I can't do it. Could you picture him in Tennessee? No. Could you picture him 
You could picture him on the New York Giants sideline. Well, of course, yeah, but. Uh, Chargers. Raiders. But then again, like, if he goes to the Raiders, if everybody's thinking that Josh McDaniels is coming back to work with Bill Belichick as his offense coordinator, they're not going to the Raiders. Yeah. If you're if you're Brian Dable, would you pursue the Alabama job? What I you know I, I I told you like I think the 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 college landscape is just brutal. Yeah, and maybe they maybe uh, Nick Saban has a successor in mind. Maybe somebody on his staff. Yeah, I mean that's what they did at Ohio State with Urban Meyer. That's assuming what I think they're going to do. I wonder if Bill O'Brien would go back there. And they did that at um, Notre Dame. Right, they took the defense coordinator, made him the guy. They're going to do it in Michigan, I would bet, quite possibly. I don't know. that. I'm telling you, the, the defense coordinator for the Ravens is going to be getting a lot of looks. Yeah. I'm also trying to think. I know Dabo Sweeney's name has been tossed around plenty, but because for, of his... For the pros or for, no, for uh, Alabama. Alabama? Okay, for Alabama. But I don't... I don't know if he would leave. You know who I who I love as a coach in in uh, in college football is the guy out at Oregon, Lanning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. I don't know why. I just the way he's on the sideline, the way he seems to be engaged, the way that his team plays, and how hard they play, and they do play defense. And I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a hot commodity, no doubt. So he's going to get a raise. You would imagine, right? But yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of like his total background and whether or not he's been exposed to the SEC. Maybe, I'm just, maybe he came out of one of those programs. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Bill Cower joining us at the top of the 9 a.m. hour. Coach hopping on with all this these rumors. Maybe he will announce that he is going to take one of these jobs live on the air with <laughs> 9 a.m. Bill Cower. Ragu in the limo. What's going on, Ragu? How you doing, guys? Love your show. Gregu. Uh, how you doing, brother? Uh, Boomer, I played against you many years ago. The Limit House with John Wachowski. Oh, yeah. I remember back in those days. <clears throat> I remember you guys came to the uh, East Islip yeah, and you did. and you did some things. You, you, you spray painted our team house. You did all sorts of stupid things, and then we kicked your ass. <laughs> anyway, real quick, what about Belichick going to Seattle? I mean, uh, the Seahawks are a great franchise, Ragu, as you well know. Uh, crazier, crazier spots to me. And like, I, I think that the Seattle thing feels more real to me than the than the Falcons thing. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. But I All tell right. you right now, if I'm the Chargers, I am the Seahawks, I'm the Falcons, I'm anybody. I'm making a run. The Commanders, I'm making a run. All right, so this guy, Dan Lanning, the head coach of Oregon. Yeah. Uh, he has been at Georgia. He was at Alabama. Oh, yeah, well. He's been at Arizona State, Pittsburgh, Sam Houston State. What year was he in Pitt? He was at Pitt in 2011. He was a graduate assistant. There. <laughs> I was on the sidelines for that. That's crazy. So he was there when you were there. Yeah, that is insane. I had no idea who he was. So he was a graduate assistant outside linebackers at Alabama, Eddie. That's unbelievable that he was there. I didn't even know. There's so this, many this, people this on guy, the sideline. This guy is like, he's about as intense as they get. He's a great recruiter. And, you know, 
That that's when I. It's amazing. Oregon has all the Nike money in the world, and you would leave Oregon to go to Alabama. Maybe. I mean, he's here's one thing: you're going to use him as leverage to get more money out of Oregon. That's for sure. The very least, that guy's getting an extension and a raise. And I've heard Norville's name from uh, FSU also. I think he's also another uh, right. Alabama disciple. Guy, yeah. yeah, he was. He was also at Pitt with Todd Graham, and I remember we used to have him on the show all the time. I thought he was a total fraud. That Mike Norvell, really? I really did. Why? The way that that whole coaching staff acted was beyond a turnoff. It was just so bad. And I remember him coming on, and he would never answer any questions, and he was slippery at the time. Obviously, he turned into a great head coach. But at that time, that whole Todd Graham era there at Pitt, those guys were slimy. Totally slimy. You know, they're all in the middle of their recruiting, and there have been a couple decommits from Alabama now since uh, Nick Saban's leaving already. I think I, I think I read a few about a few guys that have already decommitted. Ah, interesting. I got the answer for Alabama. What do you got? The who? Deion Sanders. Prime time. Oh yeah, bring it, to, bring it to Bama. prime time bring, bring in the, the SEC. Tuscaloosa. I mean, he's the sportsman of the year, right? <laughs> Dave in Pittsburgh. What's going on, Dave? Hey, hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Dave. What's happening? Are you a Steeler fan, Dave? Yes, I am. Okay, so what? What's your take on all this? All right, there's some. Here's another scenario. Uh, there's some chatter in Pittsburgh about Tomlin maybe stepping away, and then I'm thinking one of if he does, we need a offensive coordinator. Ever since Canada left, and uh, I think our GM may may. I don't think he's been here all that long, but uh, he made a lot of moves last year. He may be a hot commodity, so maybe one of those guys could come in and take over the whole ship. Yeah, so Omar Khan's the guy you're talking about. He has been their GM. He has been in the organization forever. He was the cap guy, and he was underneath Kevin Colbert. Kevin Colbert retired a couple of years ago. He's been the GM now. The Steelers are not going to move away from those guys. I'd be shocked. Mike Tomlin would have to leave on his own. And there is no way in hell that the Roonies would ever hire Bill Belichick. They hate that franchise. They feel like they were cheated out of the 2001 and 2004 AFC Championship games. They would rather uh, die alone from starvation than bring Bill Belichick into the organization. I can guarantee you that right now. Well, we <clears throat> we could add Bill Cower that at 9 o'clock. Uh, yeah. And he will tell you the same exact no, thing. No, I will tell you that Bill Belichick and Coach Cower have a very good and close relationship. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. We will ask Bill Cower that, but I'm just I'm I'm telling you that the Roonies would never, ever, ever get Bill Belichick on their payroll. They hate the guy. Hate him. And feel like he cheated them out of opportunities to win championships. And and that whole entire western Pennsylvania that is Steeler fans. Hate that guy. Okay, well, you'd know. I, I'm going out there. I was just yeah, and Tomlin's not going anywhere anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, they're 10-7 and seven this year. They made it to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Bobo Garfield. What's up, Bobo? Hey, what's up, Boomer? What's up, Gio? So I got a question for you, Boom. So do you think Seattle, the organization's like, now I don't want to sound like I'm being ageist against Pete Carroll, but do you think they're like, 49ers got Shanahan, he's in his 40s. McVay's, I think, still in his 30s. 
John Gannon's in his uh, probably late 30s, early 40s. Carroll's 1-5 against the division this year. Do you, like, do you think like we need a young, up-and-coming guy before it's too late? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. No matter how young Pete Carroll acts, the reality is, is he's the oldest coach in the league. And I wouldn't be surprised that they just want to go about things a different way. That's usually what happens after 14 years, or in the case of Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft, over 20 years. Mm. I mean, you know, sooner or later it's going to come to an end. I mean, it gets exhausting. You know, coaching these teams is an exhausting proposition for all of these coaches. That's why they're all fat, most of them. They all have got gray hair, and they're, or they're balding. I mean, the stress is just incredible. Yeah. You can't even imagine it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I know I, I think we saw J.J. McCarthy talking to his uh, like sports psychiatrist on the sideline of the game against Washington. Or maybe it was the previous game against Alabama. I'm not sure. But, I mean, that's like a big part of the the world of sports now is the sports psychiatrist, which is great. It's fine. We, we really didn't delve into any of that stuff. And I, I, I just think the coaches sometimes probably should participate in some of that to get rid of some of that stress. You know what I was thinking? I think these head coaches are getting a bad rap for for being too fat. And I'm gonna go I'm gonna go um fat, not fat through the league right now. And I'm telling you, I would be willing to bet. I have not done this yet. Okay. But I'm willing to bet I, there's I'm, w- I'm with you. There's more non fat than fat. All right, but the fat guys are the older guys. And not, Pete Carroll? Yeah. Not fat. Yeah, all right. Andy Reid? Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, hold on. Let's Bill fat. Belichick. All right, fat, non-fat. Hold on. Let's just go through this. I'm about to do it. You're ruining my fat, non-fat. Okay. All right, so Sean McDermott, not fat. Not fat. Mike McCarthy, fat. not fat. Mike well, McCarthy? I mean, not Mike, sorry. Mike Mc, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. I'm going through the AFC. All right, not fat. <laughs> Mike McDaniel, not fat. Rob Sala, not, not fat. fat. Bill Belichick, fat. Andy Reid, fat. Uh, we'll go with, you want to go with Antonio Pierce or Josh McDaniels? Well, neither one is fat. Neither one is fat. Although so go Antonio looks like he's put on a few pounds. Yeah, but not fat. So that's okay. four in the non-fat. But he's younger. Bronco Sean Payton, not fat. Uh, I, not fat. No, nah, not no. fat. Um, not healthy. Brandon Staley, who was there, he's gone now. Not fat. Uh, John Harbaugh, not, not fat. fat. Uh, Stefanski, not, not fat. fat. Mike Tomlin, not fat. Not fat. Zach Taylor. Not, not fat. fat. By the way, we're ten to two right now. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's not fat. Doug Peterson, yeah, chunky. Peterson, I, I'm going to put him on the fat side. Okay, put him on the fat side. Um, Shane Steichen, not fat. Uh, not fat. Nick Sirianni, uh, Vrabel, nah, uh, yeah. I mean, he looks like he's he's packed on a few pounds and a few cocktails. You going fat with Vrabel? You I mean, can give him that one. Okay. All right, fine. Uh, let's put it thick. He's definitely he's okay. thick. All right, Mike McCarthy, fat. That's oh, yeah. five. Yep. Uh, Sirianni, not fat. Dable, fat. Uh, Ron Rivera, who is now fired, no. not fat. We had cancer. Still not fat. All right, uh, Kyle Shanahan, not fat. not fat. McVay, not fat. Pete Carroll, not fat. Jonathan Gannon, not fat. Uh, uh Detroit Lions, uh, Dan Campbell, not fat. Mike LaFleur, not fat. Kevin O'Connell, not fat. Matt Eberflus, not fat. Todd Bowles, fat. Uh, Dennis Allen, not fat. Uh, who the hell? Oh, Arthur Blank was fat. 
and Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. I keep doing that. Arthur Smith <clears throat> and um, uh, uh, Frank Reich, who is now gone, uh, not fat. So we got a third of the league is fat. Uh, so you got, let me tally it up, 5, 10, 15, 20, 24 non-fat to 9 fat. Or oh, it, would be, it, would be, it wouldn't be right. So 24 to, I, eight. to 8. To 8. 24 to 8. Yeah, so a third of the league is fat. Or, or a fourth of the league. Or a quarter, yeah. A quarter of the league is fat. Yeah. Not, I, I mean, mean, it used to be fatter. I'm telling you, these guys get a bad rap. Well, I mean, some guys get a bad rap. Well, you're saying I mean, that most coaches are fat. Well, I think, that, I think. Well, now most coaches tend to be younger, and I think that last caller has something, you know, has hit the the nail on the head in regards to Seattle. They want young. They want aggressive. They want somebody that's you know going to be more in tune to today's players. Although, you know, Pete Carroll, I think, touched a lot of his players as a number of his players showed up to that press conference yesterday. Uh, okay. Jerry Recco next. Bill Cower, 9 a.m. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. 35 minutes from now, right at the top of the 9 a.m. hour, Bill Cower will join us to talk about all the news that is happening in the coaching world. Of course, today we find out officially the much rumored, much talked about split between the Patriots and Bill Belichick is finally official. Jerry Recco has got more on that and this uh, nutso morning here, Jerry. Good morning. What's happening? Good morning. Brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Uh, not much more on that other than they'll meet the media at noon. Kraft and Belichick. Here was Belichick Sunday and what's in store for him. As far as the future goes, I'll sit down with Robert as I do every year at some point at the end of the season and you know we'll talk about things and then they did and that's what they've decided so is coaching in your future again this was Sunday uh, no I mean I enjoy coaching um, like I said it was a disappointing season I covered that in the opening statement and really don't anything to add that's how I feel but no I still I like coaching the team I like preparing the team game planning 
coaching on Sundays, um, but the results weren't good. None of us are happy with those. And now we'll see where he goes, if he goes anywhere next. I, I mean, Belichick couldn't even let Nick Saban have a full day. <laughs> Or he had to parachute in with this. Yeah. Or Pete Carroll. Yeah, or Pete Carroll, yeah. And that is true. Now, speaking of him, Carroll, who is out as Seahawks head coach, we'll see if he stays in the organization or he goes for another job. Grateful for his staff. It's not just the dedication and the loyalty. It's the freaking juice. <laughs> it's bringing it. And I asked a lot of them, and uh, they were good at it. And I appreciate that a lot. It was tough for him. It's the freaking juice. I love juice. all of you guys. <laughs> and then... Uh, <clears throat> Lastly, thank you. <clears throat> this is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, compare that to later on today when Bill Belichick says goodbye to the Patriots in the greatest run that a head coach has ever had in how, the NFL. How would that sound? But, all right, yeah, it's great. It's fun. It was, you know, we won a lot, and uh, thank Mr. Kraft and all players. I'm on to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, hey, by I'm the way, you know, there Atlanta. is a potential problem popping up now. Already with what? Yes, and when you think about our trip to the Super Bowl, okay. So of course we had Drew Barrymore call in this morning. She invited us on her show to do sport. What, what you call it? it was sports. The sports desk. Yeah, sports the, desk. Drew's news desk. Okay, never seen G happier. Right, never seen G happier. Yeah, so happy. Don't blame him. What are you gonna do when Karen Carson says, "Oh, we got Dua Lipa in studio that day, back here in New York," and you find out the day before you just committed to. The day for Drew. Drew yeah, yeah. Mean? I mean, I, I, I you're gonna blow off. There's Dua no, Lipa, there's aren't no you? I can't. Well, no, <laughs> you gotta blow her off. Sorry, <laughs> uh, all right. blow off Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Career oh, highlight. Wait a minute. I mean, she brought out the just the glowing. No, it would be Dua Lipa ten times out of ten. There's no, there's no two ways about it. You would blow I, off Dua Lipa. No, 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 no. I would interview Dua Lipa ten times out of ten. Uh, then, then go on the Drew Barrymore show. I would, I would much rather if if it was a one for one. But here's the thing: I think what would happen in that scenario is because flying back and forth is just sort of unrealistic. What would happen? I mean, just the fact you know we'd have like a Zoom thing up or something. Lame, could, uh, I could lame, tape. Very lame. Lame. Uh, lame. 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 So lame. We gotta. You want me to fly back and forth? The whole forth? point is to be with her, like to see. Listen, her. there are those guys up there have every day that we're out of this studio and in Vegas. There are 16 available shows that that she could be on. There are six that are not. They got to figure that out. You know what they're going to do. By the way, if it's they're going to make it one of those six that they so they could say that they held up their end of the bargain. We didn't hold up our end of the bargain. It'd be great as if Sunday night we get the call that she's coming in the next day and I'm here with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would, and you're on I, Zoom. <laughs> I will let Jerry talk to her. No, it's. I mean, listen, it's, it's great. It's, I mean, listen, Drew Barrymore is awesome, but like, I it's not like I had idolized her or anything growing up, and like followed her from ET. I mean, she's great. <clears throat> Dua Leap is another type of level thing, and I, you know, I, I I've had like six or seven interview Dua Leap at dreams already. Well, what oh. I'm going to say and what I'm going to ask. On? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not nothing sexual. No. I'm just like asking her questions. Oh, Seriously, right. in these dreams, they are not. Uh, she, you know what? She was back in New York last night. Really? Doing Seth Meyers. You're you know? kidding. Now, why wouldn't she be here this morning? Yeah, I don't understand that. Or yesterday morning. And what was she doing with Seth Meyers? Uh, silly. Did anybody see it? Yeah, uh, no. I mean, she's doing silly bits with him, whatever. But Okay. I mean... Uh, You'd rather they, have re, her doing silly bits with you. No, no, no. I, you know what? The thing is, I would not do silly bits. You want to talk to her? Like, um, this is what disappoints me. And actually, one of the questions I would have be like... Do you, 
Like, do you kind of get a little bit offended in the sense that, like, every time somebody has you on, they do these silly-ass bits and don't actually ask you questions about your career and who you are? Because, like, it seems... Ah! 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 Apparently, that's me crapping my oh, pants. Yeah. Um, so, uh... So, that yeah. is disappointing, though, from just from the standpoint that if she was in New York, they probably taped, what, 3, 4 o'clock for a yeah. late-night show? Right. Would have been very easy to be here at 9 a.m., you would think. Well, she... She posted, she goes, quick dip into NYC. So I think she just came here to do that and then went somewhere else. So I don't know. Right. Quick dip. But they said they said February. So that's what they said. Fair enough. They did not say January. They said February. But if that, I, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I don't want to have to fly back and forth. Or cross the bridge. <laughs> I don't want to have to do that, but I would. Uh, you, you know, know. You, you may have to fly back. I'll go play. Me and Jerry go play golf. Well, Jerry will sit in for you when we do Drew Barrymore. I would be thrilled to yes, sit in for exactly. him, of course. No, if it, uh, but that none of that would bother me if I could. I, no, I understand because it's Dua Lipa. I'm, I'm telling you, that it would not. Like that I would take that. precedent over golf, over Drew Barrymore show, everything. Like, <laughs> just to have that, uh, <laughs> have that, have that moment. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, it would take precedent. Yes. <laughs> <Jeez. clears throat> ah, ah, ah. How did Al get in there? <laughs> I don't in, want Al in there. He's in your dreams. I don't want Al. <laughs> Al, get out of here, man. You're ruining this for me. Did you leave anything behind after one of those dreams? <laughs> <laughs> no. I told you it was interview dreams. Man. Oh, interview dreams. Interview. Don't ruin this now. Okay. Don't oh, ruin it. Oh, man. It's all well. respect. It's all respect for Dua. All respect. All respect. Uh, a lot of respect for Nick Saban and his career, which is now over. He retired yesterday. Seven national championships, six at Alabama, but uh, and two huge been... Mercedes dealerships. Is this true? Oh yeah, in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, AJ McCarron. I think what you guys were even talking about earlier. He even referenced the fact that he believes it's the NIL. It's the uh, everything, the transfer portal, everything that college sports have it's become. It's actually now. what Coach Coach Shashevsky told me three years ago. You know, I interviewed him, and he yeah. was just like, "Man, this is, we're going into a world that it is it's not easy anymore. Very difficult, no doubt." So, so he is out at Alabama. I know there's a whole bunch of rumbling uh, rumblings out there. Who knows who exactly does take over? Um, what do you you want media stuff, or do you want? Uh, yeah, I'll do that actually. So, here's a couple more of the Stephen A. Uh, just crushing Jason Whitlock, basically off his take from the book, and then other things I guess that have happened in the past. Between the two, and this one specifically is about something in the past between these two. This was on Stephen A's podcast. It's 25 seconds, but you'll see why. Weeks later, you wrote a lengthy apology to me in an email begging me to forgive you, pointing out how you were betrayed by this particular writer. So you know how I must feel that you betrayed me. Did you tell the folks that you bitch? <laughs> Did you tell him? <laughs> you fat piece of shit. Did you tell him that? That that was my favorite part yeah, of that no, whole thing. I get it. Wow. The guy started laughing and just uh I, I couldn't stop with that when I rewound it. <laughs> you tell him that, you bitch. <laughs> Unbelievable. Really uh, is. Yeah, uh, I'm just glad he has a place to blow off some stuff. He does. Yes, he does. And by the way, he said that he had emailed his ESPN bosses mm -hmm. to let him know that he was doing this. And he said, this is my own thing. I set this up. I do not get paid by ESPN to do this particular thing. I'm in control. But out of respect to ESPN, 
because this is going to get out there. I told them what I was going to do. And I'm sure they were happy about this one oh. because, you know, Jason Whitlock is not in their Disney family. It's, so it's different okay. for sure. Different. Not anymore, he's not. Uh, then he says there's really nothing worse than this guy, and this is what you also referenced a couple of hours ago. As a black man, knowing our history, anything worse than a white supremacist. That is, until Jason Whitlock came along. He's worse than them. He is the worst, most despicable, lying, no good, fat ass human being I have ever known in my life. <laughs> wow. Wow. So what? There's so got to be more here. There I mean, what, what is be. all of this stemming from? It's so complicated. Okay. There's a lot, it, right? It, 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 I know that Jason Whitlock tends to be a conservative black commentator. Yes, 100%. This is this personal. But this this is all personal. This, this all is, went back when they were working at ESPN together, and he was a backstabbing person and lying and everything else. And then he tried to start, once Bill Simmons left with his blog and the Grantland thing, they tried to start a black Grantland with Jason Whitlock who blew the whole thing up and burned all the bridges and was treating everybody like crap and lying behind people's backs. That's where it started. And then Jason Whitlock, now that he's out of a job in all these different places, is coming after Stephen A to kind of get you know more views on his platform and he's going after Stephen A saying he's lying in his book. But yeah, there is more to it and it's back at those ESPN days where he was trifling as Stephen A. Smith That's said. Fair. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I uh, remember what Mike said, no more FAN. Yeah, no more FAN. Yeah, <laughs> Pat McAfee it. said, no more Ann Rogers. <laughs> at least, at least so, for this at year. At least for this year. He should be back next year, but uh, he is done now. Uh, this past week's appearance will be the final one. So, uh, yeah, we'll see Aaron Rodgers uh, the start of next season, I guess, or maybe in August when we get to the preseason. NHL, you got the Rangers and Blues tonight. You got the Devils and Lightning, and the Islanders host the Maple Leafs. Now, have you any up-to-date on any of this cutter Guthier situation. Gautier. Gautier. He's traded for the Flyers to the Ducks. For the Philadelphia Flyers, yes. Okay. Are you, this whole Kevin Hayes situation? Right. So, basically, what it comes down to, this guy, Gautier, or Gautier, Gautier, did not want to play for the Flyers. He was their high draft choice. He was on the U.S. In 2022. Yes, yes. Supposedly a stud player, but does not want to play for the Flyers. All right. So, there's these rumors out there, I suppose, that Kevin Hayes... Uh, kind of had influence on him not wanting to be here and wanting to get out of Philadelphia. Is that because of Tortorella? No. I Well, I there's a couple things here. So I'm going to give you Tortorella yesterday, basically going after the guy who put all this out there with Kevin Hayes having a big part in this. Okay. His name is Anthony Sanfilippo, who does the Crossing Broad podcast in Philadelphia. Okay. So I guess Tortorella got wind of all this. The kid got traded this week. And also, I guess the kid said there's been death tra- death threats since he's been traded. There's From been a the lot of bad, yeah, yeah. But a lot of bad stuff going on. So here's Torts in the press conference room. I guess this was yesterday or the day before. Is the guy here, is there, doesn't, the guy here that, that caused Kevin Hayes a problem? Yes. You? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Do you think Kevin Hayes is going to do something like that? Any last questions? First, I'm letting the first two by him. It just it pisses me off that, that you guys throw that around and affect someone's life. No, Kevin Hayes and I had a problem. Uh, we couldn't come to an agreement how to play. That's a good man. That's a good man. And, and what you've said 
is going to stay with them. It'll, it'll, that, that's what you guys don't understand. You say something, and you're going to sit there and say you have the right source. I call b- Go ahead, I'm sorry. So then, uh, Gautier. So uh, essentially, Tortorella was defending Kevin Hayes. Yes, very yes. much so. So the kid gets traded. He goes on the Ducks, does an interview on the Ducks stream. He gets traded to Anaheim, yes. And basically says, leave Kevin Hayes out of all this. I did see one thing going around the internet that I would like to uh, specifically address about the uh, rumors about Kevin Hayes. And I would like to uh, officially say that he had zero, zero um, conflict with anything that had to do with the trade and seeing all that stuff is pretty ruthless from what people are saying for that. But Kevin Hayes had nothing to do with uh, the situation at hand. And then is this a kid playing at BC right now? You would know that uh, one. He, that uh, I yeah, I, he may be playing at BC right now. Then there's San which is where which is where Kevin Hayes played. Okay. And Chris Kreider played. So then he had to respond to all of this as he did. People okay. were suggesting that my report was saying Kevin Hayes is basically holding Cutter Gauthier's hand through this whole thing and advising him the whole time, don't play for the Flyers. Don't play for the Flyers. That's not what I said. I said his fingerprints are on this because he was a guy who the Flyers asked to kind of be a player who reached out to Gauthier after he was drafted. And kind of help him along, and it was before Tortorella even got there, so... This thing seems like it's got it's just starting. I, yeah. I don't know where this goes, but if he's getting death threats, that's he, ridiculous. Twenty one years. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that do stuff like this, and it's 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 within their rights within the NHL CBA to do what they do, and you know, quite frankly, they are the lowest paid athletes of all. It's the least they could do is be able to try to pick where they want to play. Well, he has, and he's out west now. So I thought that was kind of interesting also. Um, just real quick, you got the Nets and Cavaliers in Paris today. It's a 2 p.m. tip-off. The Knicks are in Dallas tonight. No, Luca. yes. No, it just uh, reminds me of what's going on here at the radio station. So that's going to be on 101.9 FM. Yes, I was going to try and sort all that out. Evan and Tiki are going to be on 660 AM. And Evan has a throwback Thursday planned on the AM. Because they're only going to be on AM. I guess they're going to do classic jingles and stuff like that. Really? Classic guests. and Breaking down all the great Met rosters of past <laughs> history. Yeah. Classic guests. What's a like, classic guest? Like, like if you were going to Frank Isola. Ed Coleman going. Is David Stern smart? Yes. <laughs> they spend a lot of money? No. <laughs> Will you get somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you think, oh, my God. Do you think you, they will say to Tiki, let's the, the five best nuts of all time? <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they have Mike come on. Maybe they have Craig. Maybe. Well, Craig was on the, was F- the uh, midday show. Yep. So Maybe Sweeney calls in. Maybe uh, Sweenavas calls in. Yeah. Joe B already calls in. He yeah, does. he already does. Yeah, he does. Summers. Um, multiple times a week, yes. Summers yes. maybe they put on. That could be. Something like that. We'll throw back. We'll throw back Thursday on the AM. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sure that they are thrilled that the the Nets game in Paris is torpedoing well, he's probably their ratings annoyed. today. He probably wants to watch the game and then come on because that's his Nets. Yeah. You know that. Oof. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> so if I if I ask my device to play WFAN, what's it going to play? That's a really good question. I'm going to say the Nets game. Yeah, I would think so, too. Okay. How do I get it to play the other game? I think you okay. say play 660. Six, yeah. I don't know, because that's not... But they well, don't use the radio. Win. They use streaming. But I don't if, know. You, if you said play WFAN 660 AM, 
I would think Alexa might play that. I don't know, because they don't go through the radio. It's not no. Alexa's not a radio. It's a streaming service. Good point. Uh, what else? I mean, it's the Knicks, uh, Mavericks, no Luka Doncic. St. John's beat Providence 75-73. And you will hear, not from Ed Coleman, but David Stern's next hour. Is he going to be on this show? No, I have clips from him oh. yesterday. Oh, okay. They did a Zoom. Okay. I was getting excited. I was like, it's going to be on as a guest, too? No, well, I mean, if you want, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eddie C would be great. What's up, bro? Uh, that's funny. Uh, it is Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports that we're coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. Bill Cower. <laughs> Qualify. Throwback Thursday. <laughs> oh, that's great. We still have that stuff. Joe <laughs> Isn't he like he's like a full time talk show host in up. Philly? I believe. Yeah, over yeah. there now. Is that good for him? After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network. Bill Cower, top of the 9 o'clock hour, about 10 minutes from now. He's going to talk about Bill Belichick and the Patriots moving on from one another, where he expects Bill to go. Probably a little bit on Saban and Pete Carroll as well. So Bill Cower is the perfect guy to talk to this morning with all the crazy news out there in the coaching world. Uh, let's get some calls in before that. Let's go to Don, who's down in Florida. What's going on, Don? GL, I'm glad you're feeling better this morning. Oh, thank you, Don. I needed that. A little need to pick me up. You know, not everybody's <laughs> in the right frame of mind every day. I acknowledge that, and Drew Barrymore got me out of the dumps. <laughs> uh, one thing, I, I think probably Dan Quinn will be your Seahawks coach. Mm, if that fits, that definitely fits. He's been there. Uh, they know him, and I think... It's about time that Dan Quinn finally gets another opportunity. Another shot. And you know yeah. Pete Cowher real well. Real well so yes, he did, of course. Bowl, you know, and obviously he was a good coach in Atlanta when he was there. Yeah. And he took him to the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, and ended up having the biggest comeback in history. Comeback in bite yeah. him in a butt. But, uh, <laughs> the Belichick. Yes, of course, which is crazy yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, there's no question Dan Quinn will be in this hiring cycle. I do think that Brian Flores is going to be in this hiring cycle. Jim Schwartz will be in this hiring cycle. And then Ben Johnson, maybe Mike McDonald, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe Pete Carroll goes somewhere else. Maybe he goes to the Chargers. I don't know. That, that could be interesting. I think Vrabel might go to the Chargers. I think, uh, gee, are you going to have a new golf partner with Belichick? <laughs> Man, that would be something else. Uh, he's going to coach. 
uh, and it is going to be uh, somewhere this year. That's the way I believe. I don't think that that Bill Belichick is going to to retire. I don't think that is anywhere on his mind. Now we're going to hear from him today at noon, and and maybe he says, maybe flat out says, "Listen, I'm going to at least take a year off." I doubt it. I think he's going to get right back in. You mentioned how badly he wants that record. This is what he does. And he, he taking any time off is not, in my opinion, not on his agenda. Uh, let's go to Keith in Vegas. What's going on, Keith? Hey, buddy. Um, have you guys looked up the odds of where Belichick lands? I have not. Uh, have you looked okay, up the odds? That's where... my thunder. All right, so what is it? The source is DraftKings. The number one is kind of chalky. And I've got like seven of them. I'm yeah, let's hear it. You, you don't want to guess. Uh, all right. Well, the, Adam Schefter's been talking about the Falcons for a while, but I'm going to say that the Commanders are number one. Okay. They're number three. Okay. Six to one. Chargers. Number one. He's going west. Chargers is correct. Okay. Number two, Falcons. You are correct. All right. Three Commanders. And yeah, I'll, I'll just throw these in because you guys love this stuff. Giants are twenty-two to one. The Jets are thirty-five to one. <laughs> he's not going to the Jets. Let me tell you I something. That's why he's thirty-five to one. I know, but thirty-five to one—that should be like thirty-five million to one. Uh, I'm sure you know the history there, Keith. Uh, he hates the Jets. Uh, that will never, never happen. If you want to just flush the money down the toilet, you put it on. You know Belichick what? He would be—he would be more apt to be the Giant head coach than he would be. You know, I think the Jets. Or anybody but L.A. or Washington. Especially if Chicago is going to keep their coach. Yeah. Ah, man. The Falcon thing, though, that Schefter's putting that out there in the way that he is, is interesting. Like, he would not be dropping little crumbs like that if he didn't have something. So, Arthur Blank, Bill Belichick, Atlanta. Doesn't seem right, does it? Uh, Robert in New Jersey. What's going on, Robert? Robert? Hey, Gio. Hey, what's up, Robert? How are you? Good, man. Good what are you doing? I love you guys. Thanks. Hey, Gio, mm-hmm. did you happen to see Dua Lipa's uh, dress on the Golden Globes? I did see it. I saw her present an award. Uh, I saw her. Uh, she couldn't sit down in her chair because the dress was very uh, tight-fitting. I saw I saw all of it. I, I don't miss a thing with her. Did you see when they asked her the best part of the dress? Actually, I didn't, know. Ah. They said her, I can't say it on the air, her backside. Oh, really? That's said, what this, this is for you, Gio. Yeah, okay. She did not say oh, Jesus. Robert, she did not say that. Yeah, yeah okay. That did not happen. Trust me. If she said that, I would not be here today. Uh, let's go to Anthony in Saddle River. What's going on, Anthony? Hey, guys. First time caller. I listen to you guys every morning. Um, yeah, the other guy kind of stole my thunder a little bit with the Jets. Uh, is it really that out of the realm? I mean, you guys are talking about him being a villain. And this would be the biggest villain move ever, like coming back to the Jets. Uh, him and Rodgers definitely had some sort of conversation on Sunday. And, you know, Woody Johnson would be crazy to at least not inquire about it. They have the defense. He doesn't have to worry about the offense because Hackett's there. So, uh, you know, as crazy as it sounds, maybe it's not so crazy. Uh, number two, I think all these open NFL jobs, these owners should be looking at people that have Croatian descent. Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, they all have 
a common nationality in Croatia. And then also Brian Billick was Croatian. So mm. you're talking about four great NFL coaches that all won Super Bowls. Maybe these owners need to start focusing in on Croatians. Yeah, you know what? That smells like a sports minute to me, Anthony. I think Boomer should be doing that tomorrow. Croatia, the leading export in NFL coaches, is uh, is Croatia. Uh, yeah, I think it's nuts that Bill Belichick and the Jets is a thing. That's not a thing. It's well, He hates you know, the Jets. He hates them. He hates them with every fiber of his being. Instead of speculating, let's hear what both Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick have to say today. And the whole, the whole thing that, that I'm hoping for is a mutual split where he can go, Bill Belichick can go and do whatever he wants, wherever he wants. I think he deserves that. I really honestly do. And therefore, you know, wherever he goes, they'll be offset against the contract that he signed last year, which I think only has one more year left on it. It's one of the reasons why, you know, coaches don't want to be lame about coaches. They sit down and they say to the owner, look, I got one year left of my deal. Uh, I would like three more years added to that deal. And the owner may say, nope. And then the coach will say, well, I can't coach under those circumstances. That may be one of the reasons why we've been pushed to this point. And it will be interesting to hear what both he and Robert Kraft have to say today. All right. That will be noon. And we're going to hear what Bill Cower has to say next. Coach Carr joining us in just a few minutes right after this. After what? Is you reading something. Intro situation. <laughs> I have to say it to you every time we only do this every, like, you know, four times an hour, five days a week. I mean, Jesus, you got to hold your hand through everything. I don't have anything in front of me. That's got to be your fault. That's not my fault. You must have thrown that out. Probably threw it out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 